Welcome to Say Sure, the Music Explorers podcast. I'm Jim Jam. As always, I'm Scoot Magoot. And uh, the end of another month is upon us. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Uh, you know, you know how that song goes. Uh, if you're if you're a dad like me, um, <laughs> or you have a dad like mine. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, we are talking about uh, some albums that came out this month, like we always do. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, to keep the cliches going, uh, you know, we have a pretty good variety of stuff. And um, yeah, uh, let's just get on to it. We're going to talk about the new Carcass album, Torn Arteries. Um, and I think before we get into like little background, uh, can we just talk about the album cover for a, for a quick second? Cause I, I, I'm just, I, I feel like we need to talk about it. Why don't you go for, I'm, I'm curious what angle you're going to take. Well, because which side like, you feel you fall on. I kind of both sides, I guess. Cause like, I, I, I like it. Like I like the album cover. Um, but at the same time, I, uh, like, like. I, I guess maybe this is this is my way of processing my feelings towards it. <laughs> um, it's like like live therapy um, because like I on one hand I think it's kind of like one of the dumbest album covers I've ever seen. <laughs> and it, and it, it, like like have you ever do, do you remember the, those pictures of like like that old like Italian painter who would draw you know or he would he would paint vegetables that look like people. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's basically what it reminds me of. But at the same time, like, I, I kind of love it because, like, I love how this album cover, you know, kind of has that brutality that you expect from death metal. But it's completely, like, on its head in a way. Um, I don't know. I, anyway, like, like. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think it's one of those things where if you, if I saw it without context, I'd be like, wow, this is, like, one of the lamest things I've ever seen. Or maybe not that far, but I just feel like, wow. You know what? Not... It, it, it's kind of like one step up from the Matchstick cover from the new Romstein album. <laughs> In a yeah. way that's just like, okay, uh, at least there's some effort, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool just because it, it feels like, the only reason I say it like that is because it feels like something you might see on Facebook, like some random you know, recommended yeah. page. Like, hey, look at this thing this person made. But I think the purpose, if I'm remembering correctly from when the album was announced, I think they're almost poking fun at themselves. Like, all the gory shit they've had over the years. And oh, now it's, you know, it's, it's like, all vegetables. So it's kind of like the, the vegan version of all, like, the gory, you know, gross stuff they've done over the years, I suppose. I, actually, um, I really like that. That, that, that. that definitely swings uh, my thoughts on the album yeah. cover a little more. And, but And I don't know if you saw, like, if you listen on Apple Music or if you saw this, but it changes as you listen to it. Oh yeah, I, I did notice. They, yeah, album music's been doing that. Like I don't know if you noticed with Nevermind that the uh, the baby kind of floats. Um, oh. Yeah, they didn't it, take it down for copyright or because they're they, they're getting no. sued. They're not no. afraid. No. Um, oh man, <laughs> they're gonna bear it all on Apple Music. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, they, so, zoom, they zoom in even further just to, just yeah. to stick it to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh man! So yeah, I I guess I'm gonna go with a little background. You're more knowledgeable here, so I guess just chime in if you find it necessary. Um, but this is 
oh god i can't remember what album this is from carcass now um this they probably as many as you might think given how old they yeah are. because i i think they had two or three before Heartwork, and then they had swan song then they came back with surgical steel and this is the follow-up to that and uh i mean yeah I, off the top of my head it's like six or yeah seven the yeah seven. Um, um i mean carcass is you know a legendary you know uh in are, are they english right uh yeah yeah they, they, yeah they, they english i guess death metal band they kind of started out as like a grindcore band kind of um you know they're probably most well remembered for heart work which is you know considered by a lot of people to be like one of the first death melodic death metal albums i i'm a little iffy on that album to be honest with you um but i haven't listened to it in years so i feel like that that my tone might change um but uh in any case they came back with surgical steel back in i think what was it 2015 20 even earlier than that possibly uh i remember it but it, when that thing was making the rounds like people really enjoyed that that's still like one of the most well-regarded albums in their catalog still um and you know we've been, people have been waiting for years and years now for them to follow it up and i think things got hampered a little bit because of the pandemic and then finally uh they announced this thing earlier this year and uh here we are <laughs> basically uh anything else that that you would uh that you can chime in that would be uh i mean i i guess anything you say would be better than than my explanation here but <laughs> no that, that was a, that was a good summary i think the one thing i'd say is um Carcass probably has, I don't, I don't even think I'll go with, you know, one of, I'll say they might have the most, you know, successful shifts in sound in the history of, of death metal. Mm. Uh, just because they went from being an incredibly, you know, groundbreaking, influential, you know, death grind, grindcore, gore grind band. Uh, I haven't spent a lot of time with Reek of uh, Putrefication. But Symphonies of Sickness is, is an yeah. excellent, excellent album from that era. I love that album. Um, and then Necroticism is a little bit, I don't know, I feel like they just kind of made a pure death metal album in a way. That's I, I bought that recently, actually, and it's really, really, I, I like that album a lot. Uh, it's I probably just, I, I like the grossness of Symphonies of Sickness, but I really like <laughs> Necroticism and people really, you know, hold that in high regard. And then there's a shift to being, you know, kind of a, a mellow death pioneer in a way maybe not in the same way as the gothenburg trio but they certainly had a hand in developing that sound so so to go from gore grind to mellow depth and and be good at, at both sounds is is pretty impressive um mm. and if, if you're ready to jump into talking about the i guess this would be a probably good place to transition um did you have anything else you want to say in terms of background um i guess I, I would say just personally i don't think i ever listened to surgical steel in full um, it just didn't really click with me when when I was when it came out, so I, I kind of just put it on the back burner. And most things that go on the back burner for me end up being ignored for a long time. So yeah, um, um for me, so I, I really I wanted to get this out of the way before we started talking. Is is it always frustrates me when you know my reaction to like the reception of an album or my reaction to the context. Like it seems to overshadow what how I feel about the album because I really love I really enjoyed Torn Arteries. I'd probably say I, I, I love this you know love what the band was doing this late in their career. I mean usually 
especially in death metal, it's pretty common for veteran bands to age ungracefully. You know, either mm. they they release such like a like a real dud, like a really bad out. You know, Morbid Angels probably. Yeah, I, I knew this it. It's probably yeah. probably like the prototypical example. But other bands, you know, there's a number I could I could name. They release albums that are. I mean, I'd say even like Suffocation is probably my favorite death metal band. And their recent output has been really, really like fine, like capital F fine, like just really not the level yeah, of what they've done before. Kind of like, I mean, I guess Cannibal Corpse, but I don't know. I, I feel yeah, like Cannibal I mean, Corpse is, is kind of like in a different vein almost. And I don't even mean they, stylistically. They, it's more like, I feel like. They really are the ACDC of death metal. Yeah, like exactly. Just, okay. They just have settled into a groove and, you know, they just do what they do and it's it's not bad it's not phenomenal it's just yeah it's fine yeah so surgical steel was and, and torn arteries and like i feel pretty similar about both albums i think they're really really nice um very much in the in the vein of heartwork uh, i would you know still definitely pick heartwork any day of the week over these albums but they they really hit a nice middle ground between you know resounding you know hearkening back to that specific album that specific period i haven't spent a lot of time with swan song but i think swan song is somewhat in that vein it's a little bit more like hard rock adjacent i think which is probably why it wasn't super well received yeah um yeah. but in any case i think my issue again is not with these album at all i think it, it there's not much to say about it because it basically if you like hard work this is them doing that sound really well but you're updating it a little bit so that it feels you know a little fresh a little new I'm just really surprised at the reaction to these two albums. I mean, I looked back just to make sure I, 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 I remember. I'm not familiar with, because I, I know people were really fawning over Surgical Steel when that came out. That was but... several metal, metal, metal publications, most notably Decibel. That was Decibel's top album of 2013, yeah. which I, I, probably, I probably would have picked Colored Sands or maybe Sunbather instead. But I mean, I, I get it for 2013. That was their top album of the decade for the 2010s. And I, I'm I, I sorry. I see that, but I, I kind of can't. Like, it's... I, well, I, I mean, we're talking about Decibel, though. I guess what? I don't know. Even by their standards, I just don't like. To me, Torn Arteries and Surgical Steel are both very good albums, but I don't. Not that an album needs to be pushing boundaries for you know to be perceived that level of acclaim. But I don't even think for Carcass it was pushed, like within their own sound. Like I think it was just a very good iteration. It was very impressive well, given the I, you know the. I, I think maybe that's part of it though is that you're you're having like these you know, uh, veterans of like, you know the scene in a way come back you know after you know a long time of being on hiatus because I think, right the the Amat brothers were are part of Carcass right or at least one I think Christopher right or am I. Am I getting that wrong with something else? Because they didn't didn't the members of Carcass form Arch Enemy after? Um, um that's I could, I could be thinking of a different band. familiar. Yeah, I, 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 I think I think that is the case that that yeah. you know some Mel Meldeth pedigree ended up forming. Well, I, I mean, um, I, all that to say is, is that you know they were on hiatus and you know they left on a pretty sour note in a lot of fans' eyes. And so to have, you know, a legend come back with an album that is leagues better than, you know, sort of what had followed it, I, I think it was just like, you know, a recipe for, you know, critical success. Yeah, not, and not, I can not, not saying that. I, I agree with the, you know, the idea, just, you know, I, I, I'm just trying to sort of 
play the devil's advocate here, I guess. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I, I think it's a case where I get it. I just don't, I just don't really agree. Like, I, mm. I, you know, again, I, I want to emphasize it, these situations always, always kind of suck because I'm not trying to denigrate the album. I think, you know, definitely this is one of my favorite death metal releases I've heard so far this year. You know, as the Surgical Steel was a highlight back in 2013, but I just don't, I just really don't understand. And people have, you know, equally fond over torn arteries. And I, I just, I don't know. It must be because they're hitting that sweet spot. It is a little uncommon to hear a veteran death metal band come back with such a strong, you know, strong homage to what they've done in the past. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, really want to focus more on the fact that this is a great, late career effort um I, I think that they have continued to show that they have a because they don't they don't kind of have the you know the bouncing super hyper melodic gothenburg sound like they have a little bit yeah. more of a a gritty beefy melodic sound and, and yeah, i think it, that they it, continue it to do it really well it definitely feels more like like a death metal album with melodic elements as opposed to a melodic death metal album uh which kind of sounds like splitting hairs but um I, I don't know. I, I, th- th- that's always the feeling I got with like listening to something like Heartwork. Like it definitely doesn't have, it doesn't feel like it's it's given entirely to kind of you know the the melodic part. You know, it's it's it it almost feels like it's it's like an incorporation rather than like an absolute embrace of said sound. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but um, I guess. You know, talking about torn arteries, though, I, um, I mean, it's like I, I, I'm in agreement. I, I, I enjoyed this thing. You know, I, I guess I'm maybe a little less enthused than you are, and it's not, it's not due to any part of it that I disliked. It's, it's more just like I, I think, you know, I, I, I feel like the runtime just kind of wore me down a little bit, um, because like I, I don't know, just th- this thing's like a little low. It's like I think it's a little over. Like it's around forty-five minutes, which I I think is a fair length. It's just um, I I found myself personally losing steam, kind of and kind of losing a little bit of interest by the end of it. Um, you know, in you know a track like "In God We Trust," which was you know fine, but like you know I think like that that track is just probably indicative of like that while there's still some really song strong songwriting chops going on, there are kind of like little moments that you're like, oh yeah. Like, like, I don't know, they just kind of the chorus was just like, okay, you know, it like, <laughs> like it, it, it kind of reminded me of, um, of almost like an old school thrash metal album, it, like, like old school thrash cut in a way that it's like, you know, almost like, like Slayer trying to like make a point and, and, yeah. you know, <laughs> and just driving that home with the, with the, like the chorus and, and mind you, this isn't really a, uh, but, but like a critique on the actual lyrical content of it because I really couldn't understand most of um, what was being said. You know, uh, I was focusing more on sort of the overall sound of things. But I mean, I'm just uh-huh. using it as an example of just kind of uh, like sort of these little moments that, you know, I, I feel like I started to notice a little more as the album wore on because I think I was just, again, losing steam a little bit. Um, but I, I think similar to when we've talked about sort of a, a you know, a runtime being kind of an uh, impediment in enjoyment, um, I, I don't really know where I would be like, oh, cut this, cut that. So I can't really, 
Like I, you know, it, it's it it feels like kind of like a fickle thing to just kind of, you know, be critical about. I guess in this case, but it's just you know, from from my limited time with the album, I I just felt like I I was just you know I I, I felt like you know twenty thirty minutes I would have you know like I was really into, and then just kind of after that I was just like all right, you know. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, that might be another side of the coin of what I was I was trying to argue earlier is that I feel like, oddly enough, I I feel like the gorier, you know, kind of more brutal early albums in their career feel a little bit more even than hard work. I feel like they they feel to me a little bit more varied. So the fact that these harken back to hard work, I say that five times fast. Uh, <laughs> And like our yeah, I agree. I don't think forty five minutes is too long, but it did feel a little bit like we you're saying that that kind of unfortunate, um, you know, unfortunate feeling where it's I don't know what I want to cut, but this isn't you know sometimes it's nice because you you have a you know couple tracks that you're like yeah this is this is not good, but when mm. it's just this is just too long, I I don't don't really know where I would. I would cut the fat. It might just be that the way that this was written in general is just not, I don't want to say not the snuff, but it's not dynamic enough to really yeah. carry things forward. I mean, to, so I, I, this is an issue that I encounter with a lot of death metal and I, I can't, and I, I don't think it's fair of me at all to blame that on an entire genre. Um, I, I, I think it's just, that's like i think that that's more my own sort of uh impatience a lot of the time because you know i i think if if i had you know if, if i put on a death metal album and i spent a little more time with it that i listened to it like two or three times in a single day and really like did some deep listening i feel like i could probably discern a lot of difference between tracks and things like that but as it stands i don't really i haven't really done that so you know I mean, I, I I don't really know where I'm going <laughs> with this. I I, I guess my, my my point is just like, um, it's more about trying to you know let, like, I, I I guess I I'm not really the best person to judge, sort of the sameness of a death metal album because I mean I, I, as it stood, there were very few parts where I was like, oh, this is the same riff. Like it it didn't feel like you know like we were talking about like a Cannibal Corpse you know, ACDC of death metal type of thing. Like, you know, a, it's, it, I, I think it's, it's, there's enough variety that you're, you're not pointing, you're not making that argument, but at the same time, it's not like you're listening to something like colored sands, but at the same time, you shouldn't expect carcass to be, you know, gore cuts. So. Yeah. And I think the reason we're, you know, maybe stumbling a little bit with our, or at least I feel like I'm stumbling a little bit with, my analysis is kind of what what you're saying is that um, it, it's just not it's 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 a good album. There just isn't much to say about it. There is it kind of yes. it's it hits one really good note and like we don't want to speak ill of it, but it's not like it's not a, a home run. It's probably more like a double, maybe a triple on a good day. Oh, I, I, I think it's run. a triple. It's a really strong triple that, like, you know, he uh, he almost could make it to, like, home plate. But, you know, you catch him right before and, and like, hey, you know. 
I appreciate you picking up on that sports analogy. That's great. Yeah, hey, I, 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 I can sport. I can sport I when can, I want. To. I can sport with the best of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I don't really have a lot more to say. I mean, I, I definitely want to listen to this a couple more times. I, I think it's a solid death metal album. But you know, I, I just, you know, it, it, it just doesn't, you know, excite me as much as like say like um the uh moral collapse uh debut album that came out this year like that that was like i was genuinely impressed with that um you know so it, i mean not to say that this isn't worthy of of any admiration i guess it's just yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah. yeah i uh i think we're ready to check on the second album <laughs> Okay, uh, I, which I, is, I, is is very very different than this I, one. I I thought you were gonna you were gonna try to do a segue, uh, and I was I was waiting for it. I, Honestly, I had, my, I had my groan ready, and you know, that's uh, that's kind of why I did a long pause because I was trying to think of a segue, and I I kind of uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's time to live, but but how yeah. do you live? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I can uh, say like, how do you how do you live with me making all these terrible segments? <laughs> not not easily. <laughs> um, anyway, we're talking about the new Amon Tobin album. How do you live uh, with, with no question mark? Which has always kind of thrown me since I since I saw it got announced. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so for those who don't know but who are familiar with Amon Tobin's career, um, this is on the heels of you know sort of a big. Um, change of sound that started with Esam back at the beginning of the last decade, uh, which kind of saw Tobin going in this sort of sound design-y, sound art sort of direction, sort of largely um, abandoning a lot of the parts of his sound that he, you know, was kind of known for before. Uh, you know, kind of a lot of sampling, a lot of drum and bass, uh, and sort of sampling jazz music and then uh, eventually, you know, doing a lot of like Foley Room-esque sampling, which, I mean, became the name of one of his albums. Um, and sort of all this in favor more of synthesis and, you know, granular experimentation, things like that, really playing around the studio more than going out and capturing field recordings. And um, he really showed sort of the new side of what he had done with, uh, I think it was 2018's, I think it was, it was either 2018 or 19, but um, it was Fear and a Handful of Dust and Long Stories that both came out that year. And it was kind of part of this whole thing. He um, has his own record label now called No Mark, and there's a whole Bandcamp subscription service. So he's actually released, I think, another solo album in between this but it was only for people who actually subscribed to that service. So I don't think a lot of people really listen to it. He's had just a bunch of projects that he's been doing since then under different names. And uh, this is really his first major uh, solo album to come out since that beginning of No Mark, basically. And um, yeah, this is, you know, listening to this, this was kind of an interesting turn. Um, there were some things that I really didn't expect, but I kind of want to open up to you before I kind of jump in on this. That um, was actually a really helpful kind of review because looking into this, 
a lot of people this or it was it seemed like it was generally described as like his first solo album or his first album in a while. And I, I then I looked yeah, through his bandcamp. I'm like, like didn't, we review, didn't we review an album? Like I was confused. So that makes yeah. sense. This this is like his first like proper like I'm releasing an album straight up. I'm Amon Tobin. Here yeah. I, well, so there is another Amon Tobin album that came out after Long Stories that I but I but like I said, it's only available on like his No Mark record label. Yeah. You know, and only if you do the subscription. So it's really not like, you know available it's not it doesn't feel like a like i like a tried and true solo album in a way and yeah and he's just done a bunch of these other projects like figueroa which weirdly enough he is featured on this album so he's kind of featuring himself in a way um but yeah like figueroa uh stone giants um oh i can't there's something child wild child no i I, that's not right um (laughs) anyway yeah so he he's he's definitely been a busy guy yeah and i remember enjoying um so i have i am i sam yeah Uh, i I, I say isam but i don't really know what the right you know you know uh pronunciation is yeah and we talked about we reviewed Fear Not Handful of Dust, and yep. this is definitely my favorite project I've heard from him. I, I right from the jump, you know, it, it didn't really take me long to settle into this and really start loving it. Um, and I, I feel like it's albums like this that warrant the genre tag progressive electronic. Like this just felt, it just had so many. It was like an intriguing blend of. Like there was some, you know, organic elements. Uh, I, saw, I saw this array of music labeled as electroacoustic, which I, I guess works, but it just really felt like a, a, a thoughtful, really effective, you know, electronic presentation of some organic elements. Uh, some almost, again, I don't don't really feel comfortable calling it new jazz because it doesn't fit into the general new jazz trend. But there were some dark jazzy elements that really inform the compositions here. Um, I, I just, this is one of those, you know, soundtrack without a film kind of albums. Like I I could totally picture this, Mm. you know, like being like a documentary score or or something in that vein. I mean, I, I, yeah, I just, uh, the times I listened to this, I, I just let it waft over me. It was a really, really textured, gorgeous layered progressive electronic album. I really felt like this was undeniably an electronic record, but was just pushing the genre and, and, and had so many ideas going in different directions. Yeah, mm. I mean, I, I this is probably one the one the the one of these four albums that I might not have listened to um, if we hadn't reviewed it, just because I haven't followed his career as closely as you have, and it's probably my favorite of of the bunch. Honestly, I I just I loved this, and I'm looking forward to listening to it more unpacking it more uh i think next time we do a cd buy or maybe next time i, I buy some new oh, records I'll... uh d- not to disappoint you but i don't think he's going to do a cd version of it uh but i there is currently i think there's a vinyl pledge going on for it oh that's if, if you're if you're into that uh um... that's because i i got isam like used cheap it's a double lp for whatever yeah. reason electronic Vinyl is always super expensive, and 
especially when it's a double LP, which I assume this would be. So, um, well, it looks like yeah, it's a double double LP, but it's thirty bucks though. It's not awful, but I mean, it's it's not great. Yeah, for one, I mean, that's one of the reasons I haven't collected vinyl. Like I used to collect it a lot more, but like there's a certain amount I want to spend when I go to the CD store, and mm. when thirty bucks is going towards one album, that's a little. You know, it's a little yeah, steep, no, I, but, I I get that, but um, but yeah. So since you, I mean, you wanted to review it, and I'm glad yeah. you did. You know, what did you think? Um, so I I mean, it, to admit, I I only listened to this once. Um, so I feel like I need to listen to it a few more times to really kind of get more of a uh, feel for it. Um, I I I liked it, but I was definitely a little less enthused than you were here. Um. I felt like, you know, it, so I, I I don't know if you would notice this or not. Um, I think maybe it's just maybe my own, you know, sort of weird obsession with Amon Tobin's music. Um, but I felt like he was doing like, I, I sort of describe it as like a 45 degree turn because it's like, it's like not a 180. He's not going back to, you know, permutation era, you know, sampling like old jazz records and doing a lot of drum and bass. But it feels like he's bringing back a lot of like sampling and things like that and sort of bringing like found sound into his compositions here. And I think with that, he's bringing, uh, you know, some of the things that kind of come with some of his earlier work. So you've got like more um, audible tempo, you know, more audible rhythm that you can actually like follow along to as opposed to it being like this overt abstract sound piece. Um, and that, I, I personally found that, that part of it a little disappointing. Like, and you really only hear that in like the first few tracks. Um, I just, I just closed my window. Uh, it's funny. Uh, (laughs) sorry. Um, yeah. Like, so the first track in this thing is, uh, yeah. The title track, how do you live? Uh, which I mean, uh, like that's the thing. I, I should say that th- there's no track here that was like, oh, bad, no, you know. <laughs> um, but like, you know, on how do you live? You like you have these, you know, drums that are like very, you know, very prominent, and like you can actually, you know, really like nod your head to them. And I think that's cool in a way, but it's also like, I think part of what really attracted me to the previous three albums was kind of the lack of that and how like he just focused so solely on sound design and just like this abstract type of feel that like I don't, it was just kind of disappointing i guess to feel like he's going back to that but you know i again i i don't think that's something that's completely like it's not like this shows up in every track um you know and like there's a track like um like button down fashion bow that I really loved. Like I, it definitely brought a lot of like that abstract weirdness that I love uh, to hear in his music. Um, you know, and I felt like I, I basically felt like the first half was decent, but the second half was really good. Um, and I, I just think I, I need more time with it. Um, yeah. I mean, that that's really it. I, I, I don't really have a ton more. I, I, I also, I, I just think it's still funny that Figueroa, you know, features on the third track here, uh, because it's like y- you're part of Figueroa. Like, 
<laughs> like, like I, I you, you know, what it's kind of like is is um, you you know, like when Captain Murphy guests on like Flying Lotus songs. Oh it's, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it, it's almost like that, but it's not like this whole um, you know, like for a long time, people didn't know that Captain Murphy was actually Flying Lotus, you know, but um, yeah, I, I. All I to say is that this was enjoyable, but I, 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 it wasn't like a absolutely in love with this thing, um, and I think just kind of a small dig is just the lack of CD releases for the last few albums of his. Um, and I mean, I, I, I get it. You're running your own record label, and you know, I think for someone like him, I think he has a real affinity for vinyl, and so I, I totally get that. And just considering that the way the market is right now just having vinyl and having a dedicated audience that wants vinyl, that makes a whole lot more sense on like a financial point of view than, you know, shelling out money for CDs for every single release. Yeah. Um, it, it's just disappointing, I guess. Like, like, cause I would have loved to like own all of these albums on CD and it's just not going to happen. Um, or at least not for a long time. Maybe there could be a time in the future where like he signs to like, like maybe this becomes like an imprint under like Ninja Tune or something like that because he has pretty good ties to Ninja Tune, but um, as it stands, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's always funny when one of us uh, picks an album for us to review and then the other person ends up uh, <laughs> ends up appreciating it more. Uh, yeah, I well, I I'm really glad you do appreciate it because I you know I I I wasn't sure. I mean. I don't. I, I'm never really sure with with a lot of the because I feel like every one of these review uh, monthly review like uh, episodes this year I've picked like a weird electronic album to talk about. <laughs> so um, I think it's 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 good to know that that my uh, I, I'm I'm not just like sort of entertaining myself dude, dude, picking these. So <laughs> no, like for for real, I, I I you know obviously we listen to things differently so you yeah know, kind of I'll, I'll take your i'll listen to it through that lens i'm curious to, to see if i pick up on that but personally yeah, it, I, I really really love this and i, I yeah. just yeah it's i, I mean the like I, I think the um the apple music little blurb about it does it justice a lot that it's like you know like there aren't you know like the sound design that he you know and sort of the careful like meticulousness towards every single second of what you hear is very much still apparent here. It's mm-hmm. just I, I I just think he's taking it in a different direction slightly uh, than he has for like the last few albums. So that's all. Um, and you know, so I, I I guess a lot of this is more on me. Um, I feel like I really need to spend a little more time with it um, because I mean I I really love his discography. I I'm I'm very close to owning all of his albums. Um, I think I'm missing like two or three. I want to say, so I mean, aside from the ones that you know I can't get, but <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, all right, well, you, you're ready to move on to our our next album. Yes. Yeah. I also couldn't think of. Uh, <laughs> I you know what I I just feel like I'm at an all time low in terms of trying to call up the second. Oh God. Uh, oh. Hey, what now? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh uh, it, it, I almost it, had you there. 
when this, when mean, this podcast like, ends because I'm an alcoholic, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, to be fair, those those weren't very good segues, but that's, yeah. that's what I got, so... Uh, no, really. Uh, I mean, not to. Uh, I mean, foresight. Hindsight's twenty twenty. But like, you know, you could have been like, "Hey, what album?" <laughs> right. That would have been. Um, but I feel like you would have just. It would. It would have sent like a, a shake of fear through you. Like, oh shit. Like, oh, oh no! His his power levels over nine thousand. <laughs> that's only happened once, and it was when we were supposed to talk about Beastie Boys. Well, and I just totally. Yeah, like I totally. For, I just, I don't know what happened. I just did not, just did not, yeah, for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just like, totally, you got in the car. Well, actually, I think this is the first time we tried uh, recording in the car. And, oh. and then you, I was like, I totally forgot to do it. You're like, oh, no worries. And then we tried again. We did that like day trip to Portland. And the audio you said was just like not yeah usable whatsoever. It, it was not. I I still have that audio actually. It's it's kind of funny to listen to a little bit. Um, back 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 when we were young babes. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, we are uh, we're talking about the new low album. Hey, what? And um, I don't really know a ton about the band. I I think you were a big fan of their last album, if I remember right. I remember liking it. I I didn't. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't really know if I revisited it that much, to be honest. But mm. I I do remember. I do remember liking it for sure. I don't remember yeah. much about it. I think I, I checked it off basically off the strength of how it was received. I and this oh, one. Man. I mean, you you know you noted this right off the bat, or you noticed yeah. that noted this early on that it, it was man. Like for whatever it, it, reason, it hadn't even been released yet, and it was already in the top ten. Uh, and speaking of the new Grouper album, which by the way isn't really a new Grouper album, it's just a collection of songs from like the last like fifteen years of her work, is already in the top twenty, and it's not being released until like next month. But anyway, I just, yeah, I, I don't get like, do you, do you earn points on whatever your aggregate of choices for rating something? Or like, I don't know. That just I, I don't understand. I, like, do, I don't get do it. people really get like a, a leak that early? I don't know. It's just, I, yeah, I, I don't I, think I they do. I, I, I just think that they're they're just kind of biased. Um, yeah, I'm not. I've got to be honest. I'm not really about that. <laughs> I yeah. Just, so uh, it, I mean, anyway, I don't really yeah. rate things on aggregates anyway. But I, just, the, the, I feel the, like you should. Yeah. It, it it's 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 fucky it's pretty fucky uh <laughs> that that's a good way to put anyway um, so yeah the the um i feel like this album doesn't almost need an introduction at this point because this has been just a critical darling since it came out and it's only been a few weeks since it came out yeah um, i mean basically these guys are like i guess pop art well, pop like, weirdos and that's like just yeah. like using the broadest umbrella of well, pop, I, these guys, yeah. I, I guess they came, they started out as like a slowcore band, like back in the nineties. Yeah, and it's like you moved from that to this, like damn, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, but part of the big pull for for this album cycle has been sort of their use of noise and sort of like that abrasiveness. Um, and yeah, um. I'm really I guess, happy. I gotta be honest. I'm really happy to hear. I get we've, we've recorded a lot of episodes, so hearing yeah. your tone it gives me a little bit of relief. 
I just just, yeah. want, just want to get off that off my chest. So please, please continue. <laughs> please continue. I, I I wish you didn't have to feel relieved like that, but <laughs> I I I, res- I respect your feelings. No, I think we both. I mean, for better or worse, we both actively wanted to talk about this album. So regardless yeah. of what you know, um, what we were gonna what but, we we're in for. Yeah. But but my 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 my, my tone was more because. I, I guess, I, I mean, b- before we get to sort of our thoughts on the album, I think there is this trend as of late where, um, I mean, I've noticed this a lot with just more like, like more, I guess, uh, pitchfork, you know, core, I guess, to, to for lack of a better term that. Love it. Um, pitchfork core. Yeah. That, that like <laughs> is touted as like experimental or like, you know, uses noise. And it just feels like the usage of noise is always really lazy. Like, a, like you know, 100 Gex is is probably the most uh, blatant example of that. Where they're just like, oh yeah, let, let's write a pop hook, but let, let, let's just like slam it through some distortion. And th- <laughs> there, there we go. We're experimental. And like, not to be that guy, but that's kind of what happens here a lot. Um, it feels like a lot of sort of the, you know a lot of the instrumentation just feels like that it's just drenched in a lot of distortion and somehow that counts as abrasive and noisy. And I mean, to, to be fair, I'm coming at this from, you know, being a really big harsh noise fan, really big, like Mersbau fan. And from somebody who actually, you know, regularly, you know, makes and releases harsh noise music or at least used to, um, you know, so it's, it's just like, Really, like that's abrasive. Like, like you know, the, the, this ain't a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that type of crocodile Dundee bullshit. You know, um, so it's it, it like I, I guess that part of it. The way people are like, oh yeah, it's so experimental, and it's like, here's the thing. I I I don't think this is an awful album by any stretch of the imagination. But that being said, it is kind of formulaic. A lot of times, like it, it really rests on like some very, very obvious, like you know, um, uh, song structure that feels like it just gets repeated from song to song. Um, and I feel like they just they're just like, oh, l- l- let's just put some, you know, l- let's put some distortion under this. That, that that'll make it sound quirky, um, you know. But but I mean, I, I guess on the positive side. I mean, the, the vocals here are, are really gorgeous. Like, the harmonies that they have are, are really beautiful. But it's just, when it comes to the delivery, or not, not the delivery, I, I guess the, the vocal performances are great. It's just the songwriting and just the production as a whole just left a lot to be desired for me. So, yeah. I mean, I I don't want to say I don't really get what they were going for i guess probably what's more accurate is i don't really know i don't think they're i don't know why they wanted to do what they did here because i don't think they're very good at it (laughs) yeah i mean again i don't really like recall their last album i mean i I remember liking it i don't really remember what it sounds like off the top of my head definitely didn't sound like this which is probably (laughs) for the best because i don't know if i would have even wanted to listen to this um Honestly, I tried to come up with like a, a simple like sentence. To me, it sounded like the Decemberists trying to make a shoe like a a shoe shoe tribute album, like the more <laughs> poppy industrial. I, I I I wrote down that it's it, it's kind of like twenty to a million, but without like any nuance. 
in a way. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the, I feel like we're both kind of saying the same thing. It sounded yeah. like a, like an indie pop, indie folk band was like, hey, let's make an industrial record. And it's like, but what, should you? Like, is that a good thing? Could you see your time? And for me, I just didn't think the two worlds... It's funny, I wrote down the Apple Music description. You know, when Lowe started out in the early 90s, you could have mistaken their slowness for lethargy, when in reality, it was a mark of almost supernatural intensity. And, like, again, I, I haven't listened to the early 90s output, but this did sound super lethargic to me. <laughs> just the way that... Yeah, because, like, I, the individual elements... I mean, to me, I thought their vocal delivery was, you know, sweet. It was nice, but it got a little formulaic after a while. Oh, yeah. The, the, that's the and, thing is, is, is like, it sounds good. But the thing is, when you're doing it the same way for every single fucking track for a 45-minute album, like, of, of course it's going to sound like it's it's going to sound samey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I didn't necessarily, I mean, it's, it's hard because that's not how the album was presented. I, I thought the industrial elements were probably fine i suppose like i i don't know if they they would have been anything to write home about but i i mean it's, were... it's it's just a poor definition of industrial in my opinion yeah just for a, sure a I noise because like no. you you can do more than just drench your instrumentation of reverb or in distortion like just i mean easy thing to do add reverb and then put distortion after that that fucks things up in a big way yeah and ex it, exactly it sounds like, great I don't. I don't think it's you know. I don't think any of this the musically was terrible or anything yeah. like that. But it, it it just it just felt like underdeveloped. It just felt like you know it, it felt unenthused. Like just like th there wasn't like any like it, yeah. It didn't feel like anybody was really trying in it. Yeah, it, it, and to kind of bring home the point I'm, I'm working toward. Yeah. The combination of the two would made both sides worse to me. Like there were there were <laughs> tracks where I'm like, I just I don't like did this in the in the studio, did this sound like it worked together? And like yeah. there, there were moments there were moments like uh, disappear I wrote down some notes. Uh I mean I kind of felt the same about most of it, so I didn't write down a ton, but disappearing in particular, like it was the vocals are pretty delicate and the music is just totally saturating them i was like this 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 sounds like two separate it sounds like the vocal track yeah. and the music track from a different song the one song hey which is oh, kind of it's like a that's a so funny that that's my favorite track too because yeah because it was a little bit more upbeat the vocal delivery was a little bit faster a little bit different i mean when the beats are pulsating toward the last part of the track, that latter half of the track that it kind of was the same issue where i just felt like the the music was overpowering the vocals but still it just felt it felt different it, it literally yeah. every song felt like this plotting you know the, again like like you said their definition of industrial music just kind of you know plotting along and then they're kind of lazily singing over you know on top of it and yeah, I mean, I I just like, I was just yeah. Uh, do you, do you remember? There's that track off of Twenty Two A Million where he um, it, it's basically just Justin Vernon just singing, but it's like it's like you know completely um, fed into the the computer. Basically. And and there's there's that one really like oversaturated moment that they built. I think we're talking about the same track. Well, where, no, like, I'm just thinking that like every track here kind of feels like that song in a way that it's just yeah. like okay, we like he he here are the vocals. There we go. Done. 
Yeah, because like th- th- if we're, I think we're thinking about this, this that one track on Twenty Two a Million. It's like a specific. Yeah. It, it's like a highlight. It like yeah. it totally it goes over the top, and you're like, oh wow, that was really really cool. And yeah. yeah, it just it they really went to the well over and over again, and it just yep. didn't. It, yeah, it didn't. It didn't work mention, for me. I, just sometimes, they, I mean, yeah, I, I guess the, this album is just full of you know sort of um, you know. Poor, dis- poor planning, poor decisions. I guess what what really stung was like in the first track, um, you know, they that there was like this, you know, oh, like, like how it ended with like like this this clicking, you know, like like this that you know like this electronic, you know, like this noise beat that just kept going, but it it was nothing more than just in four four time, really. Mm-hmm. And it went on for like a minute, and you know the idea is that it segues into the next track, but it 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 just it, like why did it need to be a minute of that? Like it was more than that even, and it just like it it just felt really lazy. <laughs> like it's yeah. just like okay, fuck it, let, let, let's just put this here, let's let's add that to this, you know? Yeah, um, like and to me, the supernatural intensity. Um, I mean, some of these songs were intense, but like not in a good, like, I'm not saying like overwhelms, like it spiked my heart rate. I'm just listening to this. I'm like, wow, I need, they need to stop. It, it's yeah. like, when, when, <laughs> it's like if I was trying to work and my roommate was just like totally practicing some instrument way too loud. I'd be like, you need, okay, like I'm not, this is just not pleasant. Like you need yeah. to stop. Like when I, mean, I think of, I think of, you know. Like Pharmacon or Lingua Ignota, where like it's so that I think is supernatural intensity. Where like I'm like, wow, this I'm like really like on edge right now. This is really affecting me. Yeah, it definitely this felt very methodical and not in a yeah positive way. I'm I'm really sorry. Like last thing, I'm really surprised. I'm really genuinely, you know, I don't why why like why I mean we're we're talking about like a a music scene that that is you know. That thinks Code Orange is, you know, experimental. That you know, that thinks Turnstile is groundbreaking. You know, it, it's le- like the bar is is in a weird place. It's not low, but it's not high either. It's just like I I, I don't know. I I experimental music is starting to make its way into you know more popular spheres, and I I have to I have to admit that that's a good thing. You know, but I, I think it's little steps like these that are just like disappointing, I guess, because it, it, it just seems like people are are sort of interpreting experimental as just do, you know, do, you know, like basically rest on your laurels because you can just fudge it in a way, which is not the case at all. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's it's not about, you know, not doing anything and just saying, oh, yeah, no, it's experimental because, you know, because we added like this thing here. It's it's not that at all. It's, you know, experimental music is is genuinely trying something new. And the key part of that, the two key parts of it is trying and new. And if you're not doing either of those things, can it really be said to be experimental? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess whether or not you view this as experimental, I, I just think it's not. Like, definitely, I, I, I could see people, um, yeah, 
you're really thinking like, oh man, they're really pushing boundaries or whatever. Like just in terms I of mean, songwriting, I, I just, I, I just really don't I, think this is well. Like I don't, I don't understand how this people were clamp, champ, you know, chomping at the bit for this record so far in advance. I, I, I just, I, think, I really did not enjoy it. Yeah. See, I, I, I guess, I, I don't think I hated it as much as as you did. I mean, I, I, I it's just for for me, it was just so forgettable. And just like what was there was just not really done well, um, but I, I feel like if there's any positive to take out of this, I think maybe this can pave the way for you know people to you know feel like they can give themselves permission to kind of do what they want in their music and bring you know more you know experimental and avant-garde tendencies into their sound. Um, but I mean. I can't say that this, in my mind, sets the best of precedence. Um, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I, you know, I usually try to put like a silver. I really, other than Hey, which I mean, I still, I thought was a good track. I didn't think it was anything yeah. insane. I, I had, a, I had, a, you know, I listened to every album we talk about at least twice. I had a really hard time with my second, like finishing my second listen, just because I felt like halfway through, like Hey was a, a false sense of security. I think that was like track five yeah. or six. And like, but like right before that track, I was like, Oh my God, I, I can't believe I have to listen to the second half of this thing. And then <laughs> See, I was like, Oh wait, are we getting somewhere? And then no, we were not. The, the, we were that's so up. funny because I, I, I didn't feel like that, but, uh, I, I kind of did it points with our next album. Uh, Oh, okay. Do you, you want to, do you want to move I, I, to that I'm now? I'm very excited to talk about this because I, I have felt many different ways about this next record. Yeah. So yeah. So is... this is. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm not, I'm not oh, going to speak. Oh, I mean, if you want to go for it, by all means. I, I don't know. I mean, so this is uh, by the time I get to Phoenix by Injury Reserve. They are, as you could probably guess, an Arizona based. Um, I don't really know what they are anymore. I, yeah, I, I did mean, they, not I, know. They're, they're, they're a hip hop duo now, not a trio, because one of their members died, I think, last year. Yeah, um, and it, it was it was really Needle Drop who who turned me on to these guys. He even mm. you know, beating you know beating the the drum about them for quite yeah, a while. The early, we, you know, um, like, I think it's Life in the Dentist Office was the first time. Yeah, li- really Life in the Dentist Chair. Then the I think chair, drive, yeah. like it's stolen or. No, it was Floss, then Drive It Like a Stolen EP, then the self-titled, which we reviewed a few years ago. And I, and I, I think we were we were fine about it, if I remember right. Yeah, um, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think I have any qualifiers for that. I think that it was definitely, an, you know, like a more contemporary, it was the prototypical contemporary abstract hip-hop debut where they're trying to get you know, it's not a mixtape anymore it's not an ep they've gained some attention so it had a little you know some growing pains but i remember that when they hit they they hit hard and mm. that's why i was super excited about this album and that's why because i didn't know anything about this at all like i knew i knew that it was a trio and the, the you know the third chair and had or the you know third mc had passed away or i think it's a two it's mcs, two MCs and, a producer. and a producer yeah, yeah. so yeah. one of the mcs passed away uh and man, my first listen through, I just was, I did, I, I don't know. I didn't even know what I, to, I, and like, so, I, I don't mean that in like a, I just mean genuine. I'm listening to this. I'm like, what, what did I miss? Like, I understand yeah. because he was, he was alive during the, like he contributed to this album. So it wasn't like 
they were t- I mean obviously they must have been influenced to some degree by him passing away but they were this was in motion before he passed so they clearly were gunning for something really different on this project yep um different and... is the best word to describe this i think so uh. i to me i think what helped is when i didn't try to view this as a hip-hop album Yes, they, I think they called it this post-rap, which, like, okay. Oh, fuck that. Uh, I guess. Uh, I mean, I guess if, if you can, you know, if we can use the term post-metal, I guess post-rap. Yeah, I know, but, like, post-anything um, has always been, like, one of the dumbest qualifiers to, like, put on, like, a genre. Like, post-rock. Like, it's like, no, you, you still play rock music. It's not like what you do is beyond rock. Like, it's it's not like rock is a dead thing. And you you are like you know somehow like you know snorting rocks ashes and like going into a trance <laughs> because of it you know it's 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 just such a stupid genre tag um, but I mean that being said it's probably the most apt thing here I mean I think just experimental hip hop would probably suffice but a- anyway anyway yeah um, I. I... I also don't even, I mean, I guess in a way, like, I, I was thinking this kind of, like, Young Fathers, how some of their, you know, some of their stuff is a little bit, they used to be, like, more of a dedicated hip-hop group, and then they kind of blended into a, I don't know, it's hard to talk about this, because I don't... You don't even know what it is, almost? Because it's hard, like, it's... I mean, just to be okay, transparent, because I... it, it's, not, it's not a super positive, like, it, to me, I'm not a totally... I'm not coming from a positive angle. Like, it's one thing to say, this is, like, so weird and, like, it caught me off guard and I'm, like, a huge fan. Like, I, I don't want to say I, did, I don't get it because I don't think that's, uh, you know... I, I, like, I don't really like saying that because I get it, I just don't... I think I went from I don't get it to... I guess I just don't really like it. Getting it is subjective, anyway. Yeah, but, but yeah. basically, I went from I don't get it to... Actually, I think I just don't really like it. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, I feel like I, I've I've talked a lot, so I'd love to hear yeah. you take the. Yeah. So, um, oh my God, when I was uh, halfway through my first listen, I was debating texting you. I I actually had the messenger up and I was typing, and I was like, "Is it too late to not talk about this?" <laughs> like, like, like I I don't even care if we don't replace it with anything, and then. Uh, I got to the track Footwork in a Forest Fire, um, and I was like, okay, like, this is an interesting track, you know? And I felt like there was actually some structure. because I, So I, I guess maybe to backtrack is that, like, the track Outside, which opens up this this thing, like, when, when I had this on, like, I was just testing out a new stereo that I bought, and I was like, is, is my stereo broken? Like, do, am I still going through CD problems for, like, mm-hmm. the fucking fourth week in a row now? Like... And no, it wasn't the case. Um, it was just this really, it felt like very poorly performed and structured song that felt like it was like everything had like, was like, you know, EQ'd out of oblivion in a way. It, and just like not really a hip hop song and not really a song in the first place. Um, and I was just like, what the fuck is this? 
like I, I wrote that like this isn't hip hop, this isn't experimental, this is just bad rapping and lazy production posing as those two things. And uh, I also wrote down that because someone on Rate Your Music described this as uh, the 1,000 Gex of hip hop, and I don't know if I totally disagree <laughs> in a way. Oof. That's um, I mean that, that, that's yeah. rough. Not, yeah. not that I disagree, but like that's a that's a tough comparison. Well, okay, so so as we go, so Footwork and Force Fire, I was like. Okay, th- this is like an interesting song. I feel like there's like a grounding here that I can actually like kind of get my ears around, kind of get my mind around. And a- as they kept going on, I really it, it like I definitely like I really I really liked the the second half um, as opposed to the first. The first just felt disjointed and messy as fuck. Um, but like the second half just felt like like they were using a lot of those experimental tendencies that sort of showed up in the first half, but they're using them to a more, um, I guess, listenable degree, or at least like in a way that I, I accessible, I guess is maybe the best, um, track. I mean, basically every track that came after footwork in a forest fire was, was just, I, I enjoyed to a certain extent. Um, and you know, but then, um, you know, so I, I was just like, just I'm like wow like what what are people seeing in this because this is number one on rate your music right now for the for the year um and i f- have a feeling it's probably gonna stay there for a while um so i i, I wanted to listen to it a second time because i felt like sometimes with these albums you kind of need to give them a couple shots especially if it's something that's kind of like out there and weird as what's on hold here and um listening to it again i actually i actually liked it um weirdly enough uh and i can't believe i'm saying that but yeah like like even the track outside that you know that i really fucking hated the first time um it made a little more sense like i felt like it, it almost felt like the groundwork was like sort of laid in my mind and i was able to kind of traverse across the sound now if that like, and, um, yeah, so I really enjoyed it the, the second time around. I, I, I don't know if I enjoy it to the point that a lot of people are on Rate Your Music, um, you know, because there are people who are like, oh, this is like, you know, this is the future of hip hop. And like, you oh, know, man. like, yeah, I know, and like yeah, I know, giving this thing like, you know, five stars and, I, you know, R.I.P. Grogs, and, you know, like, it's like, oh, yeah, because, you you know, you, you personally knew the man, right? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> that, 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 sorry, not, not to, that, that's really callous. I, I just, like, that always sticks in my craw, like, in my craw a little bit, like, when people, like, are, like, you know, I mean, like, like I, I, I don't know, I, I'm not going to go on a diatribe about that. It, it, it sucks not, like, it sucks when someone dies. That That's what I'm going to say. It's just sometimes people like to think that they're, like personally, you know, related to the band members almost. But yeah. um anyway, it's just like the 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 reaction to this album has been overwhelmingly positive and I don't know if that is I mean it's it obviously it's people's opinions. I I don't know if I totally agree, but like I can kind of see where they're coming from is I guess what I'm going to say. And that I want to listen to it a few more times because I feel like it has the opportunity to grow a little more for me. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know it, 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 it sounds totally bizarre that out of all of like that, that I should even like this thing, but 
for some reason, like the, that second listen really helped me out. Um, like I, I, I'm curious because I mean, you said you listened to everything like twice, right? Yeah, I mean, given your endorsement, I'll, I'll give this a third shot. But honestly, my second listen, like my second listen, I felt like I got a better grasp on it. But I don't know if so. I really like the song "By Storm," and and I think for me, "By Storm." felt like the most hip hop and like not, not that this has to be hip hop to be good, but I just don't like, I remember them being really quirky, fun lyricists on the debut when we talked about it and mm. I liked the beats they had too. And I just feel like here both took a step back for them to take a bit. And some of the ideas, like I wrote down two examples specifically Superman that which is the second track and that's when I was like uh oh because I didn't really understand yeah. what the first track was trying to do and then Superman yeah. that just kind of and then Wild Wild West they felt especially Superman they both felt borderline like off time like they felt borderline like they yeah. just were not like I'm listening to it and it's not it's not like you know someone like Billy Woods who he kind of it almost feels like he's rhyming in like an unusual time signature these felt like they just were legit not, like badly constructed and yeah there, there was some really good i liked where some tracks were going there was some really good promise but overall i i've just i'm just not i just i don't think the ideas they presented really i don't think that they grabbed me enough to and again they can make whatever music they want but like i just I, there wasn't enough for me to grab onto where i can kind of enjoy this for whatever it is. And I'm curious why they decided to go in this direction because I think that they have kind of enjoyed pretty decent success as a, you know, a traditional hip hop or, or like an abstract hip hop group. And um, yeah, I mean, I, again, this is another instance where I wonder if it wasn't being received the way it was, if I might be a little bit more positive on it. I just think that, yeah. like, I, I think seeing the, seeing the post rap label was a little bit, a little yeah. bit like that rubbed I mean, me the wrong way. Re regardless of like my own feelings, you know, my positive feelings on this, I, I think sort of this is again an instance of where like the term experimental, I, I think is, I, I don't know if it's, it's improperly used. It, it's just that like, it, it just the, the term just, just describing it as that kind of digs at me, even though I, I, I can't think of a better word to really use because i mean it's it, it's out there you know it's it like the, the, this isn't like 90s boom bap by by any stretch of the imagination um you know and but but neither is this like you know death grips where like you know th there's at least still some sort of like rudimentary beat you know like I, like there are semblances of beats on here but like it, it it almost feels like it's all been like deconstructed in a way and sort of built up in a different way like is it, it it's almost like like a multi-spectral like cut up in a way of like a hip-hop album <laughs> um yeah it, 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 it's just like i i think i think there are people who vibe with kind of like that messy off kilter feel uh and there are people who don't and i'm i feel like i'm kind of in the middle um in a way because <laughs> like i mean for me personally like i my biggest thing is like if you were a hip-hop group um you know and you're making hip-hop music you know, I, I feel like there are certain things that are kind of necessary to designate yourself as such. You know, you need to be able to rap on your track 
and you need to be able to wrap over a B. And if neither of those things are happening, is is that really hip hop? You know, and it's it's just like I don't know. It, it raises some weird questions, and you know, I mean, I I think you know, kind of the the double edged sword of art is is that there's no way to ultimately like categorize it and sort of you know lay down any you know set and fast rule about it. You know, it's it, it, it defies all, um, you know, uh, ultimate categorization and, and, you know, structure in a way. And so it, it's it, it can just make it, uh, you know, to, to quote Ned Flanders, it can make an idyllia of a pickle to uh, to to kind of figure out what the fuck's going on here. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, there were points when I was listening to you, you know, again, I think my second listen, I started to really think about. You know, I looked at the, you know, Needle Drops review and honestly, that only emboldened where I went. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, I, I, but, I totally understand. Like, yeah, like, like because I, I, I was doing the same thing when I my first listen through. I was looking through Rate Your Music because I'm like, like, what? where's the Kool-Aid and where can I drink it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so there, there are points where I'm like, is this just a whole, you know, can't listen to music in a vacuum situation where it's because what I expected versus how people are talking about it. And I think that's part of it, but there, like I said, there are soundtracks that legitimately sound like they're just off time. There are a lot of moments where I just feel like it's not again, but basically the lyrical element is, I don't want to say it's completely off the table. It's not at the level it was previously because there's, I mean, there are just, it, there are far I, I, fewer. I think it's a little difficult to hear some of the lyrics sometimes. That's here. what I'm saying. Like, it's hard to hear them and there's just far fewer lyrics. Like, again, it's not a traditional hip hop record. It's, it's not like I, it was harder to hear what they were saying and they were saying less stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think I would love to have, have heard more songs like by storm. I just felt like it was structured like a traditional hip hop track, but it was, it was, it was different. It hit that middle ground. You know, the lyrics were kind of fitting the, the style they were trying to deliver up to, you know, the rest of the record. Um, I do want to hear it again, though, because, because uh, you know, knowing that you felt somewhat where I was and you, you your opinion improved uh, on, on the record, um, I'm yeah. willing to give it a shot. Because I, I do think, I think this said promise. Like, again, when I started to think of it as almost like a Young Fathers adjacent record where they're, they're kind of approaching hip-hop, but they're... But again, I, I think part of it is because... Young Fathers had, you know, structure. They did some dark, weird things, but not saying every, every, you know, every hip hop project or hip hop adjacent project needs a linear beat, but it kind of helps. It just, yeah, it just, I, it just I, helps I, ground things it's, with the genre. It's, 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 it's almost like the structure's still there. It's just not where you expect it to be, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at least like that, that's the way I'm looking at it. I guess I, I. I kind of look this at this as like a daughter's sort of situation with, with like the the you know you with you won't get what you want that like I remember we were both pretty you know not big fans of it and we both grew to really like it um but I think it's it's you know similar to that record this isn't really something that's like you know it's 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 not ear candy you know by any means you know it's Mm -hmm. it's it's not it's not it's not an earworm it's not going to infect your mind 
you know, for the next day. It's not fucking Madonna, you know, it's, uh, you know, it, and so like, you know, it's, it's just, it's difficult, you know, and I'm, I'm not, I, I think with that, I think could come the implication that somehow you, you know, if you don't get it, you're somehow lesser. That's not the case. I'm just saying that like, you know, because I, I mean, I, I'm still going through this process too with you that like, I, I, I think sometimes just you, you, you need time, you know, like the, the, we, we've debated this before. It's sort of like, what's the difference between, um, you know, sort of forcing yourself to love an album by listening to it half a billion times or giving it a fair shot. And, you know, I, I feel like this sort of, I don't know if the, I, I feel like this is kind of in the middle almost in a way, like, because I, I, I think that this needs a few listens to kind of help you know digest it it's it's just you know it doesn't mean that what's you know that you're going to come out of this being like oh yeah i want to like you know kiss this record you know <laughs> like it, it's it, it's it's not going to be like that i or at least like not in the way that i think a lot of people are drooling over it you know but th- 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 that's just me so no, and that's one of the reasons I hesitate to say I didn't get it. It's just because I feel like that's that's something people throw back in your face a lot. It's like, well, you, you just you just don't get it. That, that, that's what it boils well, down to. Well, and to I be just... fair, Rick and Morty is you know pretty deep. You know. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I I, I wish I I wish I had game. that memorized. I wish I could just pull that out just like that and just lay it right down. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's, I know. Uh, I, that's I, a really th- funny meme. Th- that whole argument is is one of the things that pisses me off the most about sort of like the whole debate of high versus low art in a way that it's like somehow you need to be able to get it to, you know, enjoy it. And it's like, I I, like Sean Booth from Autecker has a really, really good quote where he's like, you don't need to get music to enjoy it. You just need to listen to it. And it's like, see, like fucking Autecker of all people are are like saying this. (laughs) Like, so like those people say otherwise, you're, you're just full of shit. <laughs> yeah. And I, I would say, I mean, this is, you know, I use Piran as the example, you know, if you're really interested, um, cling on to records where you feel like a, like a, you know, you feel a bit of something, but it's just not clicking with you and, and just try to push yourself. But if you generally, generally are listening to something and not enjoying it, like why, why bother forcing yourself? Yeah. Like if, if you don't hear any, any kind of promise and you just don't think it's going to click, you're just going to waste your time trying to force yourself to like things. Yeah. So. I mean, that, that that's why I don't listen to like, you know, freaking Kendrick, you know, that or, or even Kanye at this point, you know, it's just like, I, I, I know myself at this point, but you know, I, the, that being said, I, I feel like it's always worth trying something again. It just might have to be a long time from now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. If, do you have any other um, final thoughts before we kind of uh, put this puppy to bed? Um, I mean, basically, just because it kind of goes back to you know, what you were saying earlier, like just because something is different doesn't inherently mean it's good. Kind of like just because something simple doesn't mean it's it's bad. And I think that. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't want to experimental like experimental music doesn't necessarily connotate quality by any means because it's an experiment, and an experiment can fail. Yeah, and like I don't, I don't 
want to lean into this too accusatorily because I feel like people just throw it back at me. You know, if I was you know trying to say, um, like, hey, like you just don't get it. Like it's, it's you're just not you know you're not listening the right way, or whatever. But like, I I just feel like some like a lot of the comments I'm seeing. I think like really the post raft label really embodies you know embodies this quite a bit. Um, it just feels like the fact that they're doing something so different and they basically, you know, blew up their sound and reconstructed it. It feels like that is factoring in more than, or I think it, it, it's, it is factoring yeah. in it, it probably a little bit more than it like, should. It's sort of like the context of the record has is, is, you know, sort of um, guiding the conversation and guiding reviews more than the actual music itself. Yeah. And again, I'm yeah. not, you know, don't want to put words in people's mouth, but the way that people are talking the comments I've seen, it really does. That just it just feels like what they're saying. It feels like that's where it's coming from. But yeah, uh, no, I definitely I, I, I'm interested that. to give this another listen because I value your opinion. And I I did think once once it did once I kind of understood where they were coming from, I felt like I I feel like a third time where now I'm like. You know, the first time I had no idea what was going on. The second time, you know, I'm like, okay, like I get it. I don't really like it. Um, the third time, maybe it will finally click. So, because I mean, like I don't, I don't inherently want to dislike any record. Yeah, I just yeah, didn't. I'm, I'm and, with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, I, like it's it's not fun to dislike stuff. I don't know. Negative <laughs> energy sucks, man. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. I think we're ready for albums of the week at this point. Yeah, yeah. You you got one for me, or do you you want me to go for you? Uh, I ended up doing what you suggested you were going to do after we finished last week's episode and bought Nirvana's discography. <laughs> uh, and I actually thought, I mean, I enjoyed all the records I heard. Uh, I think I, I was in, in Fantasy or Festicide. Incesticide. In, in yeah, Incesticide. Yeah, that was a, yeah. that was a good collection of tracks. Um, well, and I, actually, a, I think it's like B-sides and rarities, right? Yeah, it's, it's good, you know, compilation of, of, of different, yeah. Um, and I, I had not listened to In Utero in full. I, I think I, I've done it before. I did nothing for a while and definitely not as much as Nevermind. Uh, so I, you know, I liked it a lot and I really would have been, I would have loved to have heard where they would go from there because there were a lot of promising ideas. However, mm. my album of the week is Bleach because that thing is like, it's heavy. Yeah, like leg legit. Dude, like, There's negative double... creep is negative creep is like a disgusting, awesome song. There's like fucking double kick pedals on that album. I'm like, are yeah. those double kicks? Like, what is happening right now? And it was just, <laughs> I remember thinking, you know, when I first heard it, it was way too raw for me back in middle school. Like, it just, it was not. I was not ready for that. And I just no recess. It's just no like, recess. Yeah. It, it's just like such a. I, I'm. I'm really, you know, kind of listening to it now through the lens of being a, you know, a, I think a pretty established music listener. The fact those three records really do sound very distinct from one another, um, I, it made me, it, it, I was happy, you know, I, I enjoyed listening to all three. I like them all for different reasons. Um, it made me sad that we only got three records. You know, obviously you want, you want to enjoy what you have but i i think mm. he would have gone on to produce some really really interesting music later in his career and obviously we just you know this is not gonna happen yeah unfortunately 
Yeah, that that does it does suck. Um, yeah, I'm, I, it's funny because I remember you being you know kind of critical of or maybe not critical of Bleach, but but you were like, yeah, you know, I it wasn't. I, I just remember you saying like, oh, I wasn't a big fan of it, and it's like, nope, not anymore, bitch. <laughs> Because I, yeah, I remember, I, you know, that's, it was true, you know, back in the day, I really did not, um, the rawness did not click for me. Um, mm. Yeah, I, 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 I get that. It certainly did now. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess I, I've kind of got the opposite album of the week for you this time. Opposite, uh, okay. Yeah, because I, I bought a bunch of albums from, uh, from Bandcamp, uh, Bandcamp Day a few weeks ago. And I'm finally getting around to listening to them because, you know, CD issues. So, um, and this was uh, a surprising listen for me. It's uh, Radio Amor by Tim Hecker. Um, and I, I'm not familiar with this album before buying this thing. I just, like, totally blind purchase, really. It's kind of like, um, it reminds me kind of if if um, Tim Hecker recorded like his own version of one of tricks point never's replica in a way Ooh, well that's cool but 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 like used uh radio as more of an inspiration than like television hmm. um yeah and so it, it, it it's an interesting listen for sure um and i'm not really sure whether it's you know because i i i guess i'm choosing this as an album movie because i think it's i think it's worth talking about and i i like it but i think similar to sort of like one of tricks point numbers are plus seven, which was uh, an album of the week that I did a while ago. You know, I think it's something that I really want to listen to a little more to get a better idea for it because I think the stuff that you expect from a Hecker album, you know, kind of like that, like these dedicated compositions of sound in a way, like that that doesn't really play a huge part here. It it feels more like the these are like almost. I don't want to say they're separate pieces, but it feels like their cohesion is more of a sonic cohesion as opposed to like a compositional one. Um, and so you're dealing with a lot of like, it, 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 it almost sounds like he recorded the entire thing on like a cassette. Hmm. Um, so it's, it, you know, it's just extremely low fine places and just, but, but really fascinating nonetheless. So I, um, yeah, I really suggest people, listen to this because i mean hecker has a great discography i mean after this because you know i think after this you have like rave death and you have um you know obviously virgins and things like that and, and you have scott's cell phone ring um <laughs> uh, yeah sorry that, yeah. that's uh that, that, that's, that, that, that's what we call the new uh that, that, that that's carnoyo <laughs> the, the new tim hecker record <laughs> i'm sorry um yeah so i i yeah i i just i suggest people check this out i i think it's really really interesting so yeah that tis all tis all awesome. i have to say yeah okay well we will be back next week and until then uh have fun all be, right. be yourself <laughs> all right bye bye, bye. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, if you're interested, uh, you know, if you want to hear more, just, you know, listen to us on uh, iTunes, pod, Apple Podcasts, Android Podcasts, anywhere you can get a podcast, basically. Uh, we're on all of it. Uh, if you follow us on Anchor, too, you know, whatever works for you. 
And uh, definitely be sure to follow us on Twitter. And if you ever have any suggestions, topics you want us to talk about, or questions, anything like that, uh, be sure to email us. Yeah, uh, we're at, at Seishira Podcast on Twitter. And our email, I think, is Seishira Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, as always, thanks for listening. Yeah, appreciate it a lot. Bye.